Welcome to the SMB Community Podcast with your hosts, Amy Babinchak, James Kernan, and Carl Polichuk. Produced by and for the Small Biz Thoughts community. We're dedicated to making every IT professional a successful IT professional. Do you know about Stir Shaken? If you're doing voice for your customers, you had better. The deadline was June 30th. This technology is focused on reducing robocalls and providers have to take action. The team at OIT VoIP has put together resources for you to learn more or for your customers, it's already handled. Want to learn more? Visit oit.co slash mspradio for resources to make sure you're covered. Welcome to another SMB Community Podcast. This is Carl, and I'm joined today by a couple of brothers, Mike and Patrick Clements, who are from SherpaDesk. SherpaDesk is a cloud-based professional services automation solution that integrates key elements into one solution for organizations that need to track customer service issues, manage project profitability, log time, and invoice customers. Welcome. Well, thanks for us, Carl. Thanks for having us on. So where are you guys located? Uh, well, that's we're it's a kind of a complicated solution or a story. We had initially launched in Atlanta, Georgia. Uh, that's where we uh, founded the company. That's where we started growing our home base. Uh, and then uh, started uh, got involved in an accelerated program in California and San Francisco. So I moved uh, some of our employees to the San Francisco location. So we were split in two different locations. And then, of course, uh, once COVID hit, uh, we really disbanded and went more of a virtual. Um, so we have people in California. We have people in Texas. We have people in Europe. We have people in Georgia. So nice. um if you look us up, we're still based out of Atlanta, Georgia, but we actually have people really all over the place. Very cool. So um, would you say that that's been generally beneficial to you? Uh, I think it's going to be hard to go back. Um, you know, it's like, as we're still a young startup, uh, still pre-funded. So, um, you know, the, uh, the P&L is still very important to us. And so one of the things that we've seen as a perk is allowing people to live where they want to live. Um, and give them the flexibility to uh, work from home. Uh, we really focus on results only uh, workplace. And so, you know, having a person in a seat and having them in a specific location is not necessarily an advantage to, I believe, our company culture. Our company culture is very free. We're very loose. It's, uh, you can see it in like our marketing material. Uh, and so we actually, that trickles down into, you know, giving the, our employees the opportunity to live where they want to live. Right. So Sherpa Desk is at SherpaDesk.com. And so folks can check out your website and um, tell me a bit about, so mm, a, a, uh, another person might say, oh, it's another PSA. So tell me why it's not just another PSA. Yeah, that's, that's a really good point. I, I would, you can definitely look at the market and see that the, the market is flooded by PSA systems. Um, where we provide our niche and you know, Mike can probably talk a little bit more and value it of, uh, of what the value add of our product is. It's really being able to capture time. Um, we look at time as being a central part of an MSP. I mean, it's in the actual name managed service provider. Uh, so being able to track that time and then allocate it uh, across every single aspect of your business, whether it's accounts, projects, assets, 
being able to, you know, quantify and qualify your technician's work uh, and be able to capture it at the point of they're actually doing the service. Uh, rolling it back a little bit. Uh, so we started uh, my first company. I'm somewhat of a serial entrepreneur, entrepreneur, meaning probably I'm unemployable. Uh, so, um, you know, we started an MSP, an IT consultant business in college, and then that transferred right out of college. And what we were having our own issues were, was being able to manage all of our time, being able to get visibility into what uh, these projects, we would do summer projects, uh, especially for um, government and education and being able to like really see like how we're spending our time and, and making sure that we're getting paid for our time. And there wasn't really any good solution out there. Uh, being a small company, there's obviously the big gorillas in the space. Uh, they're expensive, have a lot of bloat, hard to set up. Uh, so that wasn't an option for us. And then there was the other um, option, which is putting a bunch of aggregated systems together, like a help desk system and a time tracking system and a, and a project manager system and trying to get all those things to, pieces to work together um, was also um, very complicated and time um, um, exhausting. So we decided to create our own solution. And what we found is what uh, small, medium-sized businesses, especially IT, IT consultants and MSPs, they need a solution, just an easy platform to be able to track their time, see what the technician's doing, get paid for what they're doing, and then uh, have it easy to use, quick to implement, and affordable. So that's that's really where we're, we're, we're our niche in the actual product is something that's really tailored towards the MSP space. And, I'm sorry, the SMB space of uh, managed service providers. And and how long have you been doing this? Uh, well, the long answer is uh, we first launched our first company in 2001. Um, and that was a software development company, and we were uh, creating help desk systems, document discussion systems, um, event management systems, and that was a company called Big Web Apps. Um, we really saw, found the growth sector in like the help desk and expanding that help desk into more of a PSA solution. And so in 2012, we uh, really started sunsetting a lot of those other business units and really focused mostly on uh, the PSA space that we we really found a strong like demand for that and um, and so it was being more focused on how we were going to spend our um, our marketing energy and development energy. So you sell by agent. Mm -hmm. What what is an agent? <laughs> I'll let Mike talk. Mike's a little bit more. Well, we actually have two different pricing models. Our standard pricing model is by agent, and so. We have uh, your end users that are unlimited. So those are the users that are out there creating these service requests, having their type of issues um, unlimited. An agent is someone that is going to be servicing tickets, uh, facilitating tickets, escalating tickets, prioritizing tickets, adding time, adding expenses, creating knowledge-based circles. Anybody that's a real workhorse of the system is gonna be considered an agent. And so, um, that's our standard price amount, but we do have another vertical that we, we kind of focus on as well as it's our K through 12 education space. And so we look at those organizations based on their size their student enrollment um, because they'll have a lot of technicians. And a lot of times those technicians are not going to be a cost effective pricing model for them. So we look at the size of the district. So if they're a 2000 school district, they're not going to be getting 
uh, priced out as the same as say a 30,000 student school district. So we had two different pricing models, but for mostly for SMBs, um, we do look at that per agent pricing and that's based the, uh, the, the, the user that is tracking and recording their time. So if I have, let's say me, five technicians and one mm -hmm. service coordinator, maybe one office manager, I would buy eight uh, agents, for example. Right. So anybody that does need to be able to access uh, the invoices, they need to be able to access tickets, update tickets, service tickets, add time, add expenses, they would need a license. Yes. Yeah. Right. So we do, now we do have, um, if you're outside the organization, we do have a, uh, it's called a super user license. Now a super user is te technically a point of contact at a client site that needs to have visibility into all of their open tickets, all their open invoices, right. all their expenses. So as a customer, they're going to be able to see all the activity that's going on in their account that we do not charge for those types of licenses. So, so you're got a client that has my, my onsite contact is more than just somebody to chat with the, about what, what's next. Uh, but they actually do some kind of co-management, uh, they can look at all their tickets and so forth, mm -hmm. and that's uh, no extra charge to me. That's correct. So your so your customers are not going to be charged a license. It's it's the uh, again it's the the technician that is servicing those requests and logging their billable time and expenses. That's what we look at. So uh, does it do time tracking for technicians? That's correct. Right. So, so tickets, if I put in, like I'm a huge fan, put in all of your time between 8 a.m. and 5 p.m. Monday through Friday, that can become uh, a tracking for their time for their um, actual payroll. Absolutely. And that's actually where we, we are staking our flag in this, um, in this PSA market is how we are allowing your technicians to track that time. And we give you a bunch of different ways to do that. We can track your times through sending an email. We have email parser command prompts that you can say CND time one consulting. And that's going to add one hour of time to that ticket that rolls up to the accountant contract. We have a very robust mobile app. So if you're a technician that's mobile out in the field and you need to update your time while you're on site, you can use that through the mobile app. We can do it through um, the web interface. We have a Google Chrome extension. So if you're a Google Chrome user and you just want to quickly uh, log your time, um, you can pop open the Chrome extension and log your time that way. Um, so we give you a bunch of different ways to do it to make it easy and efficient for technicians to capture that time. Because as Patrick was saying earlier, time is an SMB's most valuable asset. They need to be able to track that time, report on that time, and um, an invoice for that time. I, I agree completely. Uh, I, my brother, I like to quote my, my brother on this. So my brother, Manny, he likes to say, time is your widget. It is. It right? is, yeah. So yeah. It, it is, it's what you buy and it's what you sell. And even if you mm -hmm. sell it as a flat fee, you still have to track it. Otherwise, you don't know whether or not you're profitable. <laughs> protect 100%. Update that, yeah, protect and update that widget too. Yeah. Right. Um, yeah. Also, on another point I want to make on that. Um, so, you know, I, I actually, you know, listening to your, your podcast and I think one of your previous guests was talking about contracts and like creating like a single contract for all your customers. And for us, it's like that's doesn't seem super realistic um, because each in each uh, customer you have you will have some uh, individual needs and customization and and you need some clients are bigger. And so really another aspect of our system is focusing on being able to create these multiple types of contracts 
that are flexible enough for you to like really sell any parts of your business, whether it's products or services, and then leaving it like a set it and forget it type model where like your technicians just log their time at their expenses and the contract itself on the back end is managing how that customer is going to be invoiced and, and how you're going to be paid out. Right. Well, so, you know, it's funny, a lot of what I've done around contracts has, <laughs> has sort of grown around the existing PSAs that, that were out there at the time that I needed to do to deal with contracts. So mm-hmm. always encourage people. So, okay, you're going to sign one or maybe two contracts, actual sign them with your client, but in your PSA, you need to have one for managed services, one for time and materials, one for project management. So are you saying we move away from that and now we put it all into one and we can actually manage it with one interface? Yeah, that's correct. Yeah. Uh, that's yeah. Good. The the time and, and again, Mike can speak more freely on that, but the time and contract is the cornerstone of our application. Yeah, that's correct. That's right. You're, you're going to be able to set up uh, customizable contracts for each one of your customers. And you can have your break fix contract the way that is just basically hourly rates. These are the, con- these are the rates. These are the services to provide simple set it, forget it. You log time to that and it's done. Then you have your more advanced um managed service customers that you're setting a flat fee that has included services uh, and excluded services so maybe you're including uh regular support and training but on site and after hours it's outside of that managed service contract well you can set that up on the contract and so all you and your technicians have to do is just kind of log that time choose a service and sherpadesk handles everything else when you go to final invoicing it'll all be there priced out as it as it should be per the contract so if i have a client who is on managed services i i'm assuming i can set their managed service contract to be the default contract Mm -hmm. but then if we end up doing break fix work we put it on the time and materials contract exactly and that's the nice thing about sherpa desk is that some of these solutions they they only let you have one contract per account we allow you to have multiple contracts per account for that example you just stated, so they could be on a standard managed service contract, but then they bring you on for a side project that has its own billable rate plans. Yes, you can default to your standard managed service contract, but then you can choose uh, your project or your uh, break fix contract and, uh, and it'll go to those different rates. So I might also have a flat fee mm-hmm. migration project or something. And so I could build time on that, but when we're there and we discover that there's a broken printer, we create a ticket into the, the time and materials contract. That is correct. Very cool. So um, about how many folks do you have using this or how many companies? We have, uh, we have over, we have close to over a hundred thousand users that are on our platform today. Um, we service somewhere in the neighborhood of six to 650 um, businesses that actually use our um Application, it's a SaaS model, so it's a recurring revenue-based uh, model. And then we have over 300 K through 12 and higher education that are actually um, using our application. And those and those SMBs are global. We have we have right. um, uh, we're in seven different countries. Mm-hmm. So, do you do the the invoicing? You connect up to uh, QuickBooks or Zero or whatever. Uh, we yeah. do. Does that so mean we, you work in different uh, currencies as well? We do. So the, the platform can be set up in your local currency. Um, and then we do integrate with FreshBooks, Zero, and uh, um, 
FreshBooks at zero and QuickBooks. Um, and we have a really nice integration with those different accounting packages as they are the industry leader. Now, for those that don't have those different accounting packages, you are able to send invoices from Sherbetesk. We do create a really nice invoice from Sherbetesk that you can send to your customers, but we're not in accounting package. We have limitations as far as being an accounting package, but if you're simply just needing to get an invoice to them, we can do that without having that third-party integration. Right. So with the... Um... With this, how long does it take me to get set up? Like if I say, okay, let's go now. Uh, does it show up pre-configured with statuses and workflows and all that? Or do I have to uh, start over? <laughs> no, it does. Um, so we do encourage all new users to attend one of our webinars. We have webinars that go on throughout the week. The webinars are great because it gives you a, a very good overview of the help desk time tracking billing and contract management component um but if you're you know if you don't want to attend those webinars when you do sign up for your free trial it does come pre-populated with some data and some suggested data on how but we do have a you know we do have other markets and other verticals so we try to keep that that trial instance very generic very broad but i think one of the again one of the aspects of sherpadesk is that it's very intuitive very easy to use very easy to set up so once you kind of get in there and you start playing around with it and getting the you know the understanding of what a, a class is what a category is what a location is what an account is it's it's pretty pretty simple setup so to answer your question how long does it take to set up it depends um we have a lot of customers that will get themselves set up within the day and some you know they, they have a little bit more need um more advanced uh contracts that are outside of the standard it could take a couple of days but anything can be set up but any customer can be set up within a couple of days as long as they as long as they have an understanding of like what their needs are a lot of times we're coming at it a very consultative approach and saying well how is like best practices and so and when you get in those types of scenarios of best practices and how to manage like customers then it can lengthen your onboarding process. But if you're very clear on how you need the system to work, like Mike said, it's it, you can get it set up within a few days. Because uh, the, the two big names in the PSA business, at least in IT, uh, small business IT, uh, they, there's companies who stay in business charging 10 or $20,000 to set up those new PSA installations. You're saying yes, I can save my 10 or 20 and, and use that for lottery tickets? You can't. We, so we we do have consultation service that will uh, that you can sign up for dedicated onboarding, but it's not the ten ten thousand dollar range. It's the for one hour. It's two hundred bucks for one hour, and then if you want to buy a block of eight, it's like it's it's six hundred dollars. So our goal in this market is to really just expand people's knowledge about Sherpa Desk. And if they can find Sherpa Desk, we know that they're going to love it and they're going to set it up. So we don't want to charge them an exorbitant yeah, amount of money to set up. It's our best interest to get them set up and it's working that correctly for them. So it's it's successful to run their business. They're, therefore, like they will continue to use the reoccurring model. It's, it's the same thing as like cell phones. Uh, you know, cell phones will give you the phone. They just want the service. And so that's, it's really our focus and we don't have contracts. That's another big thing about, you know, these big gorillas in the space is they'll put uh, contracts on uh, new customers that kind of like lock them in, which is, can be very, you know, crushing 
if you decide that this is not a solution that you want or you can't get, you know, we we love getting customers that can't seem to onboard some of the their existing PSA solutions and they just get frustrated and they're willing to walk away from that as a sunk cost to onboard Sherpa Desk. Um, yeah, because we don't, we're, we're affordable and we don't provide um, or we don't uh, require contracts or like um, uh, multiple year annual rentals or annual right. contracts. Thank you. So, yeah. so you have uh, help desk and ticketing and all of that. So the, mm -hmm. that's obviously integrated. Uh, there's some invoicing, um, but you connect mm -hmm. to outside services. Mm -hmm. What other modules are there? Well, we do have an asset management um, that can tie into um, Oh, we have a really nice integration with Ninja One, uh, formerly called Ninja RMM, but now it's Ninja One. Uh, the nice thing with that integration is when Ninja sends out those alerts, SherpaDesk will catch that alert. It'll go grab that asset from SherpaDesk, attach it to the alert. Now you're creating a work order history against that asset. And then any type of expenses or time tracking or costing that you apply will give you a total cost of ownership of that asset. And you can do all that reporting in Sherpa Desk. Um, we also have a project management solution that ties into a, a Kanban board, which is nice visually that you can see where your projects are in various stages and you can easily drag and drop those projects are as they move through the, uh, the, the various cycles and pipelines. Um, we have an, we have an what's that? Uh, just recently launched quoting. Yeah, we, we do have a, a quoting. So we're trying to round out the whole solution where you can um, send your customer a quote. They can accept the quote via email. It'll convert that quote into a contract and then you can start servicing that customer. Um, and then um, we have, uh, it's called an event scheduler. So if you need to have um, a technician on site, um, and you can create an event, place it on its calendar, it'll push an Office 365 calendar or a Google calendar, and then and that technician will know that he needs to be on site, and then the customer can also get a notification. It will put a, uh, a reminder on their calendar as well. Very cool. So uh, let me ask about reporting, um, mm -hmm. both internally, like what do I get to see on a Kanban board or a dashboard, mm -hmm. and what does the client, my, my end user client, get to see? So we have uh, pre-built reports in our reporting section that, you know, technicians can access. If you're looking for time log detail report, technician report, account report, those are all pre-built reports. We also have a nice integration with a reporting engine called Izenda. And Izenda will allow you to go in there and create customizable reports with nice little bar graphs, line graphs, pie graphs, things like that. Whatever data points that you want to report on, you can go in there and create those reports. The nice thing about those agenda reports is that you can set those up to be scheduled and sent to your customers on a scheduled basis. So if you want this um, time log detail report sent to your customer once a month, you can set that up and forget it. So you can create that report in Izenda and we'll send that report to them every month. Um, we have, and it's currently in development right now, where uh, your super users are going to be able to log in and then get not only a, a, a visibility into all the open and closed tickets at their account that we discussed earlier, but uh, they're going to get uh, a dashboard of uh, response time, uh, you know, uh, if you have, have, yeah, 
if you have an SLA in place, you know, are we are we meeting our SLA response times? Are we meeting our SLA closure times? Um, what are our number one issues coming out of uh, the organization? Um, and uh, how many tickets were created? How many tickets were closed out? Things like that. So this is going to be an executive dashboard that we're about to roll out here in the next month. Very cool. What about printed reports or email reports where I can, mm -hmm. you know, for example, the, the, the basic, what have you done for me lately report <laughs> that yeah, lists yeah. all the tickets in the last month. And so, the, uh, so from a technician, there is a, um, a scheduled email that goes out, out that you can sign up for, and it'll just show you all your activity for the week. And then as an administrator, you can get all your technicians activity for the week. Now, going back to, you know, your customers, you'd really need to create that um, custom report in Izenda if they're looking for that, re that reporting that you can send to them on a scheduled basis via email. So you need to create that ticket for them or create that report for them. And um, how much do the clients get to see? So they could, they have a portal they can log into. Mm -hmm. Do they get a little widget in the lower right-hand corner of their screen where they can uh, open tickets or anything like that? Yeah, so as far as, uh, you know, just the standard end user, they do have access to that Chrome extension that are mentioned, but they're just going to have uh, information that's very specific to them, where if you're a technician, you're going to see all the tickets and all right. the accounts. But as a standard user, you can log into that uh, Chrome extension. You're going to be able to log into a portal and the portal uh, is going to show you all your uh, past uh, activity as well as your current activity. Um uh, we also we also provide a like a, there's a knowledge base system that's integrated mm -hmm. that you allow to create like there's certain permission thresholds on the actual knowledge base articles that you can say hey this is account specific so uh, when I log in under an account I can see the KB articles for that account or these are public these are um, just for anybody generally used to be able to review. Cool. Um, all right. So how do folks get started? Obviously they go to SherpaDesk.com. Uh, is there like a partner sign up or do they need to start with a webinar or a phone call or what what do what do we do you know everybody's different um so everybody everybody likes to do different things when they sign up for new software um some people don't want to talk to anybody some people want to talk to talk to us for all day long so um so we give you options. Uh, the, the best option is going to shopdesk.com and going in and setting up your own trial account. It's going to be a pre-populated account with some data in there that you can go in there and start kicking the tires and seeing if it's going to be the right solution for you. Um, yeah, it, get, just to yeah, just to uh, reiterate, it's 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 not gated in the fact that like you have to go through a sales rep to be able to get access to the the platform. Right. Like once you sign up, uh, you're going to get a, like a little blast off uh, spaceship and then you're going to be landing inside your instance that you can actually use. We start out on a freemium model. So the first tech agent is free and it's free for as long as you want to continue to use the system until you upgrade into like more paid features. Yeah. And then you can and then there's that webinar that I mentioned earlier is that and this is what we try to encourage most of our uh, new users to come to the webinar, sit in it's 35 minutes, you sit in it. And you'll get a really great overview of the help desk piece, time tracking, billing, and contract management. Cool. So folks go to SherpaDesk.com, uh, sign up, they get the free account. Um, and usually, uh, how long does it take for you to convince people that they need to start you know, giving you some money? 
Well, I was just saying, just get me on the phone with them and let me talk to them for 10 minutes and they'll see that the value of Sherpa Desk is one, it's affordable and two, it's easy to set up, easy to use and it's going to allow you to better support your customers and track your technicians building time and expense in a very easy to use platform. But it's it, that, that I, I get more on the data side and it's like, it's interesting. Like we've seen people convert after three years um that they finally upgraded to a paying license and then uh but like mike said it's like uh if once we get a chance to engage and like learn about what you're trying to need to because again it's more our beneficial that you actually enjoy the system and that like it's a system that works for you than us trying to force feed you something that's just not going to be a, a sustainable feed, uh, function to grow your business but yeah it's like once we are able to engage then signups can be within seven days, like actual paying customers. Very nice. Well, we're basically out of time, but I want to thank you for being here. Uh, is there anything else you want to tell us before we go? No, that's it. I definitely appreciate your time with this, Carl, and allowing us the opportunity to like uh, talk about Sherpa Desk. It's, a, it's definitely something we're very passionate about. We, we grew up in the MSP space, especially the small, medium-sized business space. We understand the pains on trying to grow your business and uh, yeah, just getting out there and, and allowing us to really tell our story and, and show what this solution is able to, to provide as, as an option to, to some of the other, you know, PSA solutions out there that uh, maybe are not so easy to set up. <laughs> Very good. All right, Mike and Patrick Clements from Sherpa Desk. Thank you for being with us on this SMB community podcast. Thank you so Thanks, much. Thank you for tuning in to the SMB Community Podcast. If you found this useful, interesting, or fun, please subscribe, share with your friends, and give us a thumbs up on your favorite social media. Please check out the show notes at smbcommunitypodcast.com and give us your feedback.